0: You are listening to Engaging and exciting conversation on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Get ready. Hi guys, welcome to Radiant Culture. And today you have me, the one and only Biscuit. I have returned. Yes, I came into the year with everybody else. We're on episode 101. 102. 102? Yeah. They skipped one without me. 102? (laughs) Well, anyway, we're back. But we're continuing with where we left off last week, where we were discussing entertainment, in particular, fanaticism of said entertainment. Are you so much of a Liverpool fan that you are dying to watch it every single day? Or are you more of a Game of Thrones person and waiting to watch people die every single week? Either way, we figured out it's probably not a good idea to be so addicted. This week on episode 102, we'll be talking about what you can do now that you've decided to not be so <laughs> fanatic <laughs> so much of a fanatic yeah so much of a fanatic and we've got a special guest in the house we've got mr <laughs> eugene uh mapondera in the house yeah okay
1: that'll do. <laughs> that'll do that'll do yeah yeah thank you so much for having me guys
0: all right, cool. Glad to have you Don't in. Don't forget me. I'm here as oh, well. Oh, yeah. We've also got Mr. Kent. Yeah, he's the wow. producer and the owner. I mean, I guess maybe he thought he was special and wouldn't have yeah, a food I name can... as the producer, <laughs> unless maybe there's something. And that set a carrot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I proposed that one, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> carrot, yeah. I think
0: we should just go with carrot. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Carrot,
1: with yeah. a K. Yeah, so it's for our light-skinned brother over here. I think it goes hand in hand.
0: Mr. Carrot. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: alright, alright. So we've got carrot hot crust.
2: <laughs> croissant. <laughs> <miss> croissant. <laughs> croissant
0: and biscuit in the food. house. <laughs> um. So we're going to get right into it. Um... Uh, and please forgive me if I occasionally forget to say croissant. Croissant. <laughs> but <laughs> at, you are in media yourself, right? You you are a media practitioner in your own yeah. right and have been in the business for quite some time. So you deal with a lot of media, both yeah. the shiny, nice, happy stuff as well as the mm. darker side that all too often creeps up. So last week, um, we basically surmised that if if it's going to take your attention away from God, mm-hmm. yep. then it itself is sinful. Yeah. No yeah. matter what it is, whether it is media, whether it is your family, mm-hmm. whether it is church, yeah. whatever it is, if it draws attention from God, it is therefore for yeah. sin. Yeah. However, we also said that um, all things in moderation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by that, um, we're saying two sides of it. We're, Yes, you, should, uh, you can't really avoid most things in life, so yeah. you've you kind of got to consume it all, but be careful. Mm-hmm. And then, not everybody consumes the same thing. So where God might say, it's okay for you, mm-hmm. does not necessarily mean it's okay for the next guy. Yep. So uh, that was where we kind of, Uh, more or less settled
2: i'd say i don't know did i leave something out Uh, no that's it hot cross that's it that's it that's 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 like you got everything
0: i I got it i got it so that's a wrap we can now like (laughs) 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 anyway so with that in mind it's well known Mm -hmm. well documented and i think recorded in the annals of history that christian media sucks <laughs> okay, that's not true. Yeah. Well, that's not true. But yeah. the general consensus, yeah. it is true. It's okay. true. It's <laughs> not our words. It is sure, true. Yeah. But is it's true general consensus general. Yeah. that yeah. if you, I saw a meme once where it had a a um, a cat, mm-hmm. right? A, a, this cat, and uh, the cat looked great, mm-hmm. just a normal real life cat. And then next to it, it had a picture, like a child had drawn an outline with a crayon <laughs> of the cat, uh-huh. and it said real media Christian media like that and I guess the idea was Christian media is always trying to copy what everyone else is doing so a lot of people shy away from it and they say it's boring it's lackluster it doesn't have the fun the pizzazz the draw Mm. of all the other things but we said all those other things are not so healthy for us yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so what do we do yeah I'll leave it to you guys what do we do where do we go where do we find stuff that is going to
1: edify edify
0: us yeah and actually be enjoyable at the same time. Can I I
3: chime in there and say, um, very good question, Uh, but let's start with the impact itself, because I think someone might think, okay, you guys just keep telling us don't watch this, or this is bad for you. What is it actually doing? And I'm I'm guessing that if we can answer that, we can then explore... How do we fill the gap if we're not going to watch Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Yes, there I said it. Oh yeah, we're not going to watch Game of Thrones if we're not going to watch Cristiano Ronaldo. And, yeah, and I think,
1: uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's a lot happening, and uh, just to give a bit of a, a background, I, I've been uh, in, in media for a very long time, and I've been an avid consumer of many different types, from video games to graphic novels to television series and stuff. Uh, before and after I was born again, and. I think that was the one point at which I started to identify a lot of things that were subliminally programming me and uh, sub- subliminally programming everyone around me uh, towards things that we actually take for granted. Uh, I think there's the one thing that stuck out for me the most uh, was uh, small themes of blasphemy, things that would just challenge your actual belief that either there is a God God is Alive, Jesus Rose Again. You know, small things like that, that if you, if you take them for granted, you might just think, oh, no, this is fiction. And uh, it's one of the most subtle things that has snuck its way into every, every platform or medium that I can think of. You know, a, a lot of people are thinking, wow, Game of Thrones is so bad. And, and yes, it is. It does have some terrible themes. But they are shows that have been running for over 10 years now that have blatantly blasphemed God. And a lot of Christians watch these because apparently they're exciting. You know, sometimes they are really great shows. I'll, I'll give you an example of the show Supernatural. When it started out, it was about these two brothers who hunt down uh, demons and monsters and things like that. But then as soon as you get to season six, these guys are dealing with the fact that God is dead and God has left heaven and angels are killed. And uh, you look at yourself and you look at your peers and this stuff is entertaining and as a Christian you can brush it off and say it's just entertainment but the seed has already been sown and this is one of many examples and uh, the reason why I bring it up is because it's it's one of the oldest shows out there and it's one of hundreds you mm-hmm. know and apart from the blatant uh, addictions that we get from maybe being a football fanatic or a video game fanatic it's these Small things that sneak in and we take them for granted and then they just wreck your entire life because they've got very, very, very powerful links to the occult, sometimes witchcraft and sometimes even deadly impartations into your life directly. And uh, I'm sure you guys can go further into that.
0: I think um, I would um, take it further because an example like Supernatural is fantastic, but it's it's like the show Lucifer. Yeah. i mean it's in the title mm-hmm. it's like hey <laughs> don't watch this it mm-hmm. says lucifer yeah um it, it's something like uh what's that god's one the, uh, american god american yeah. god mm-hmm. it's like clear supernatural okay clear. Mm-hmm. buffy the vampire's name mm-hmm. okay clear mm-hmm. i think it's worse with Grey's anatomy mm-hmm. 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 totally innocuous but then their themes their ideas there's lifestyles there's suggestions that are mm-hmm. throughout those shows yeah. mm-hmm. that are commonplace now, but were abhorrent before. Yeah. But that has slowly affected how you view it in mm-hmm. life and your tolerance and your acceptance of many things, which maybe yeah. you shouldn't have. Even the way they speak. There was a time when um, I remember growing up, mm-hmm. you could not say God on TV. Oh, yeah. it it was it, it, it would it was be bleeped out. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Now, really? It's, yeah. Yes. It used to be bleeped out. That was a swear word because you yeah. cannot blaspheme God. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. But now. That's the only swear word that seems to be not bleeped. It's oh, like, yeah. go ahead, mm-hmm. s- just throw around that name like it doesn't mean a thing. Yeah. And it's in 90% of shows. It's in Suits. It's yeah. in Hawaii 5 yeah. It's yeah. everywhere. And yeah. it's those subtle things. Now, I'm not saying those shows haven't taught us great things. They've mm-hmm. taught us many good things as well. It's just that there's more subtlety in even the... I mean, don't get me started on cartoons, Mm. but it's it's on this. The subtlety is like everywhere.
1: Yeah. Um, One thing I I was I can't remember which uh, show it was. Uh, In fact, it was a Comedy Central roast. And uh, those those are completely profane, right? (laughs) Because of their language. But on that particular roast, I watched this nearly 10 years ago. In that particular roast, they had a guest who was a comedian who was acting as far back as the 1960s. And he said something that I want to tie into what uh, Biscuit here just said. He said that in 1960s American television, it was uh, not allowed. You couldn't get away with saying the word pregnant on TV. Mm -hmm. And today it's completely normal. And he was laughing at the profanity that everyone was freely throwing around on that particular show. But where I want to tie that in with right now is um, I, I often see today's America as uh, like the new Babylon of some sort, and I can be corrected. Uh, but media will always reflect what that dominant society's moral standard is. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I, I think it's well documented that the moral standard of that particular nation has been constantly in decline uh, in the name of liberal progressiveness. Right, and uh, as a result, uh, that that introduces something that we can tie back into our discussion here: religious inclusivity, uh, and of course, you've got those aspects of witchcraft being considered a, a religion, which everyone oh, should be yeah. free to practice. <laughs> mm-hmm. You see, all in the name of you know American democracy yeah. and and American moral freedom. And they feed us through this because they they want us to become conscious on their level so that we can all be embracing of everyone who is different and who practices different religions and, and so on and so on and so on. So it's a, it's, it's a very, very tricky place to be. And when you look at the root cause and what spiritual powers are in charge of these large civilizations, whatever principalities, this, the media that we're consuming is simply just tweaked or or really engineered by those principalities to spread certain types of immorality, though though subtle at first, it becomes very, very blatant. And mm-hmm. and we know all the shows where it's rather unsightly, but it's now the new norm.
2: And the thing is, like, from what both of you guys said, you know, having a psychology background, this is principally... Like, most people would think what you're saying is more, like, spiritual, and there's, like, they spiritualize it and think... Christians are just trying to be woo-ha about mm. things. But there's actually a concept in psychology called systematic desensitization. Mm. Mm. So what that is, is if you want someone to get used to something, or if you're trying to get um, to introduce a new concept to someone, you give it to them slowly. Mm. You get it. So the first time, say if it's a cat, the first time I'll just put it in the room, it's in the other corner. Mm. Slowly you start getting used to seeing that cat in the corner. It doesn't alarm you anymore when you come into the room if it comes closer to you now you run mm. you don't you don't so exactly systematically little by little we're showing you more mm. that's exactly what's been happening in the media industry like what you were saying mm. in the 60s a lot of stuff that we're seeing now was not commonplace mm. but it started to creep in slowly in mm. the dressing in the language slowly 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 until now mm. it's even more apparent and worse, and it's the same thing like with uh, what you were saying with the cuss words and everything. So like most people nowadays use the, the Lord's name and fame mm. because they got on movies. So without even thinking about it, because I've heard it so much, I'm just going to go, Jesus Christ. Mm. When, when something happened and, yeah. it's, and it's entirely unrelated mm-hmm. to the name of the Lord. Mm. So it's kind of that creeping in with media. Yeah, Where they're trying to shape culture and how people think. Even with a more hot topic now, if you've noticed even cartoons, movies, now you have homosexuality coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slowly it's been coming up and people are now starting to get used to it. Yeah, Slowly and now it's becoming more widespread. Hence it's being legalized and yeah. that sort of thing. And, um, the desensitization,
0: um, I guess one of the No, let me, sorry, my mind starts getting very, very uh,
2: (laughs) philosophical. Let me not go that direction. I will
0: say this, though. Um, It goes both ways. We've been desensitized towards good things. Yes, Yes. Greater tolerance, greater acceptance of things. And we've been desensitized against bad things. It's gone both directions. So the question I would then pose is, Where's the line? Mm Because for you to know when something is healthy or unhealthy for you, you have to have a point of reference. Mm -hmm. You have to have a line. You have to have an anchor point per Mm -hmm. se. What is good if you don't know what it's good against, Mm -hmm. shall we say? Mm -hmm. So in this world of extremely pervasive media that we cannot control, we can't even control it coming at you. Mm -hmm. You just Mm -hmm. have to turn on your phone, open Instagram. You just have to drive down the road and it's already hitting you. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what is too much in terms of your consumption of it? How do we define the line?
2: Mm.
0: If we're saying this is bad, why are we saying this is bad? Mm. Again, back to what Mr. Kent was saying, what is it doing to you? Can we quantify that? Mm. Can someone be able to say, hey, that guy over there has been watching too much media. Mm. Can they point and say Mm. (coughs) what it is that has caused that? That's my question.
3: Let me play devil's advocate. There's a flip side to it. If it's not exposed, does it mean it doesn't exist? Where do you draw the line when, you know, if you want to convey a message and say, hey, this is wrong. But for you to convey that message, you have to show it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And when you show that thing, if you show gay couples, mm-hmm. you know, you're planting an idea in people's heads mm-hmm. but then also you're trying to show that look this is happening in society we mm-hmm. can't ignore it
2: mm-hmm.
3: and then if you then totally don't show it and people are doing it then no one's going to think it's wrong because it's not on the surface mm. it's not being shown it's underground and it's <laughs> growing underground yeah how do you strike that balance because when i look at the bible and I keep saying this to people. that right? If you read the Bible, if they were to turn the Bible into a series, it will be worse than Game of Thrones. It would be.
1: Ooh, yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of things would happen with a greater spiritual uh, justification. Okay. And a lot of the things would happen with uh, the Lord's just and fair input and his sovereign input as well. Okay. Uh, I want to go back to what Biscuit was saying. Uh, and he was talking about, he was talking about uh, how to how to draw the line or how to have a lens to look at these things through. And I just wanted to quickly uh, make this point before I forget. So, um, in our field, uh, I'm always saying this to someone I know: don't don't try to take a picture based on what you see with your naked eye. You need to look through the lens. Yeah. Right? That means in the field of photography or, or video, your eyes are useless. Yeah. Right? The lens is what it's what shows you the truth. Yeah. Right? And as Christians we we find ourselves in a very very similar situation in that we have to constantly remind ourselves that the lens that we look at everything yeah has to be that unique as well. That's what makes us different. That's yeah. what makes us set apart. Right? And uh, there's a scripture that I, that I came across. Uh, there's one that I don't remember. I'll leave that to Mr. Kent. Where Paul talks about uh, moving from, sol- from milk to solid food. Yeah, yeah. But then the, the scripture that I want to read is actually from uh, Isaiah. I, I think it's in chapter 28, verse 10. So I'll, I'll, I'll take it from a little earlier. So I'm just going to read it out, and I think it'll make sense. Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doc- Doctrine them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. This is Isaiah many Mm, years before mm. Paul, right? Now, this is the interesting one. For precept must be upon precept, Mm. precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. And I think that's really deep in terms of how intricate we need to be about this. Number one, the, the maturity and the detail at which we look at everything through our Christian lens. Wow. You see? So when we start getting confronted with messaging, media, etc., the question we should ask ourselves as young Christians, and it's very hard, um, would you watch that if you had just broken a fast? For example, you just finished a a whole nine-hour fast, and you've been praying and speaking in tongues all day. Yeah. You're going to turn on the TV and watch some, uh, what's that one called? Scandal. Scandal. (laughs) you see and 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 going back to the scripture it's it's a question of are are you having the solid food are you there yet and if so have you looked at all of these details have you have there a little here have you scoured it all and it's a tall ask you know yeah and i think it goes back to that whole issue of grace and a lot of the things that uh we're supposed to do are the most difficult things to do and and i think it goes back to uh asking for that grace every morning and then walking in the spirit every day and i'm 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 not uh i'm not uh exempt from this i struggle with this too but i think that is that is the one thing that will make us more sensitive because from the experiences that i've had personally and i'm, I'm in media i've i've worked with comic books animations i've seen the weirdest things on paper on screen wherever but there are days where i i guarantee you i can't stand to look at some things, some things and I'm very, very intolerant to certain types of content because I that is a, a day where I have a lot of grace. I'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and I am walking in the spirit to some degree. So I just wanted to bring some spiritual context and my, my opinion on how maybe that can be uh, looked at.
3: Mm.
2: In terms of also like the question that you're asking about where do you draw the line in terms of what do you show mm-hmm. and what do you not, mm. I think... That's a very, very good question. Because if we look at the Bible, God also uses disgusting images yeah, Mm. to show, to to make a point. Like Mm. how people had to slaughter bulls and use the blood for all those sacrifices. Mm. He was trying to show them how smelly and how disgusting. I'll give you
3: a better one. I'll give you a better one than that. There's a friend of mine. Shout out to Peter is this the one, yeah. this is when he The likes,
2: guy was asked to cook stuff. No,
3: no, no. He likes the scripture where God is basically judging a nation and he's, and he's basically accusing them and saying, your women mm-hmm. were ravaged by these people and they longed for these men oh whose members... <laughs> had emissions like horses.
0: Oh I goodness. mean, it's so...
3: <laughs> that's word for word. <laughs> it's so, like, word uh, for word. That's, for that's <laughs> that like God saying. This is not like someone <laughs> okay. else saying it. It's God saying oh my this. Oh, gosh. And that's why I'm saying... But I guess he kind of answered it in that <laughs> Where do you draw the line In yeah. terms of trying to expose something And yeah. exposing it You have to reveal it mm. But then that r- revelation Whatever you reveal Can actually affect someone yeah. You know what I mean But he's saying now It depends on the lens mm. That you're looking at that thing yeah. Are you looking at it in disgust Or are you looking at it
0: yeah. Embracing it yeah. yes. I think the other word I'd use for, for that lens mm-hmm. To tie it into something else Would yeah. be the context yeah so god telling you or showing some things god is the context yes yeah and so when he's doing it, it it's 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 not the same as yeah when you're watching it on game of thrones yeah or let's say the biblical stories which you've rightfully said yeah. are far more grotesque yeah. than many other stories but in the context of uh divine reconciliation a, a, yeah. a very fantastic end Uh, A wonderful, loving God in that context, those things are in perspective and therefore cannot be then idolized in themselves. Separate of that context, that is God in this case, Mm. we can then easily begin to revel in those very things rather than knowing where they should be. So it's similar. Let's say a child is doing something bad. Uh, it's a bad thing. But then if the parent comes, in the context of the parent educating this child about that, it, it's not the same as the child discovering it on their own. Am I making sense? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, let's say there's a kid happened to see a bad movie. Yeah. A bad movie. Mm-hmm. One they should not be watching. It's bad. And left to their own devices, they'll continue to watch those bad things and mm-hmm. eventually gain an appetite for it. Yeah. Yeah. But if a parent comes and says, sit down, let's watch this together. Mm-hmm. And as they're watching, see that thing that's happened there? Let me explain that to you, why this is wrong. Yeah. The context for that child has changed. Okay. And so it may not have the same long-term effects as if they had done it on them by themselves. Okay. If, if my point is kind of making sense. yeah. So is. I would say to judge, it's always a matter of the context from or the position from which the judgment is going to be coming. And if the context in our case is God mm. and His position on it, it then makes it easier to know what what is acceptable, what isn't. Mm, okay. And I guess it ties into last week's episode. Yeah. where It was that um, look: we're supposed to love God, yeah. and if you love God, you obey God. Yes. Mm. From that position, if you're going to do something that you know He doesn't like, you're you're not showing yeah. that love yeah. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so, if what you're doing, if you really look at it and say, eh, God would not be happy, but mm. it. it's already clear yeah. that. Yeah no should, that should not be accepted
2: yeah ah, without yeah.
0: having to go very far okay
2: and i guess on the line of what you were speak, speaking about when you were saying the context matters like if it's god saying something it's received differently right But, like, I think there's a danger there because I've seen a lot of people who read the Bible. What God has said, the same thing that that a pastor will read and get edification from, someone else will read it and get the wrong perspective and actually use it as a tool to distraction. I think Jesus mentioned it at some point when he was talking about uh, a stone that will be a stepping stone to one Mm. and a stumbling block to the other. Mm. Like, it's the same thing saved by the same God, but it's gonna cause someone else. Like it's like that grotesqueness we're talking mm. about. Like you could show your son and say, This is bad, this is bad. It's still gonna be up to him to decide yeah. whether to So there's that duality there where mm. one approach, a kid who's been told, Don't watch this explicitly and it's never been explained. Some people actually accept that and in their life they actually go on with that discipline mm-hmm. and then there's other people who actually need to understand why yeah and they okay. so personality also plays a part in terms of what you expose yourself to uh, okay because for some people yeah like especially with children you see this one children one child will see a toy and play uh, with a different, than another child. Yeah. One child will see a toy and want to instantly break it up into pieces. Mm. Another will be like, oh, I love this thing and treasure it. Mm. You get it. Yeah. So I think there is, is, is what you're talking about, that duality that we need to finalize. And there's a thing that God does now that we can't do
3: mm. okay. when it
2: comes to those lines is sometimes the motive. Okay. You see, if you tell me something with the motive to expose it and shame it, Jesus actually applauds that because he says, whatever dark things they're doing in the darkness, bring them to light. Yeah. Shame them. Yeah. Right. But someone else might be bringing them out to actually cause somebody else to stumble. So I guess motive as well is important.
3: Yeah. I I I like what you guys have said, you know, the whole context, motive and the lens. I I guess that's where that that's what really differentiates. Like, um, if I watch Game of Thrones, not that I do or I should <laughs> or shouldn't, but I'm saying if I watch Game of Thrones, um, simply because of my disposition, I will look at it from a different lens than someone else mm. because I'm a pastor. I'm, you know, uh, I'm usually you know deep in the words, not that I'm deep, (laughs) Mm. but I'm, you know, coming from a place where I've been absorbing this material. So that influences me in terms of what I'm watching. And I'm, you know, Mm. it kind of influences what I get out of it. Like you said, something can be a stone can be a stepping stone for someone and a stumbling block. So having said that, we don't always get the um, context or we don't always know the context of the producer of a particular mm. piece of entertainment or content mm-hmm. so we can't always <laughs> rely that you know we'll get content that isn't the right context yeah. i guess that's where the lens comes in yeah. but for someone who doesn't know how to apply that lens yeah the christian lens mm. appropriately what 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 do we do now in terms of entertainment what do we do because, like we discussed last week, as Pastor Craig was saying, that um, extremes are dangerous. Mm-hmm. You can't be. I don't watch TV. I don't watch TV, and <laughs> you, you know, mm. I I read the Bible the whole day, or I spend the whole day in church. It's not mm. good for you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. At the other extreme, you can't be, you know, following stuff like you actually get headaches if you don't watch a particular series or show you feel like you know your life is over if you're not on social media or something like that really everything, in every I
0: miss
3: <laughs> <laughs> everything in moderation everything in moderation yeah. but w- let's talk about that moderation what should make up that moderation and basically in a nutshell I'm basically saying if you're a Christian what should you be watching in your 10 minutes or your one hour of entertainment that you've allocated in the day
1: Oh, that's excellent! Uh, I really like that question, and uh, and I like how you brought that up. Like, what should you be listening to in your ten minutes uh, or whatever? I, gu- I guess it 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 gives me an opportunity to talk about what's worked for me personally. Okay, and uh, I think it'll it it might work for others. Um, a couple of years ago, a, a good friend of mine introduced me to uh, an online resource. It's a free resource called Streetlights. Uh, it's it's pretty much the bible being read by um i'll call it hip-hop sounding dudes for (laughs) lack of a better word but but it's it's really good it's great for when you're working out it's great for when you're walking it's great for when you're doing chores or whatever and uh sometimes i want to be able to get some of the word uh but i do not want to um i don't want to Make it into some sort of a routine or 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 a tradition. You know, I don't want to make it a religious thing, and I feel like because it's presented within a culture that I enjoy, which is uh, urban culture, not not hip hop. It's urban culture that it it's more relating to me. And and I I know the power of the word, right? Yeah. The the word is very very strong. I think someone can quote the piercing to the division of. Yeah. Who wants to finish yeah. that? Off? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So. So because of that, uh, at some point I, in, in my day, I get to this point where I max out with, uh, with a sense, uh, I don't know whether the sense is the right word, with a degree of conviction uh, with regards to what I tolerate. And the same guy who, who showed me this, I noticed that he didn't necessarily struggle with certain things that other Christians struggled with. For example, just basic things like, I know a lot of Christians who cuss. I know a lot of Christians in yeah. cast so naturally, but I realized that he never struggled with that. I personally don't really struggle with. I don't struggle with it. Uh, but with me, it had a different impact. i I started to have this conviction as to what am I, what am I listening to after I listen to streetlights? You know what YouTube videos am I watching after I watch streetlights? Okay, What series am I going to watch for the rest of the day? Is there a point where I have to look away because, you know what I mean, there was a certain degree of conviction. So I guess my, my recommendation is you have to find, and it's easier now because of the Internet, you know, and, and so much independent media, mm-hmm. um, to find something that is suited to your, to your preference in terms of whatever, uh, you know, culture, in, 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 and I mean art when I say culture, you're into, you know what I mean? and uh there are lots of there are lots of other types of media that you can you know get into like um I know there was this great novel written several years ago by the good people at of uh from Hillsong. It was like a fantasy book about angels at war and things like that so some some of that stuff has got a lot of biblical references, and when you get to meditate on them because you're thinking of this great Christian fantasy story for you to then. Suddenly go into Harry Potter after that, Yeah, maybe you're not picking up on the scripture. Um, so my, my, my recommendation in a nutshell is it's easier now for Christians. I think it's easier now because of the Internet. It's easier now because of the rise of independent media. Uh, and those things, if you dilute enough or get enough, uh, and I believe in the potency of the word of God, if if you get enough and you pay close attention and apply yourself, much like the scripture that I read earlier on, precept upon precept, and so on, uh, you're if if you're not completely covered, at least you'll have that strong conviction at <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the very least. That's what I think.
0: Um, oh. I'd I'd like to kind of add on to that, um, and say, I guess it's well known that what you feed grows, what you deny, yeah, kind of suffers oh, as you well. Eat. You yeah. are what you eat in all senses of that. Yeah. So um, I guess I've found the same where after listening to, say, Ravi, it's very, very difficult to, to watch or listen to something that is directly contradictory. And I think it's contradictory within my spirit, maybe, because you've, we've also got the witness, the Holy Spirit itself, just saying you can give the Holy Spirit ammo or or kind of deny him either. but you, in that instance he's got ammo to say yeah yeah i don't even need to say anything um you know that this other thing and what you just consume the uh, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's mm-hmm. a real disconnect <laughs> yeah. in that and um the more of that to go back to what i kind of asked earlier about sort of boring content i don't necessarily really do think that christian content is particularly boring or not enjoyable it's that our appetites have been so focused and so taught so directed towards what is unhealthy that it's very difficult for us to get off it i've got a good friend who's been who's all health conscious he doesn't eat gluten he <laughs> doesn't whatever I no show my sugar sugar the devil it's like mm. let's cast
2: it out <laughs> <laughs>
0: i think he wants to do that sometimes we go for breakfast but anyway mm. It's not lost on me that the truth of the matter is most of what I consume has a heck of a lot of sugar. Mm. And, and, it's, and I'm drawn to it, but it's not healthy to have that much coffee mm. or that much soda or that much. But my tastes have been so trained on that. Mm. However, watching him, he can drink a whole atom of carrot juice. I don't even want to know how that tastes, but he <laughs> enjoys it. Carrot. But his tastes <laughs> have been totally changed over and now he prefers it. Similarly, with all the media we're consuming, I think the Christian media just looks boring because we're so used to the stuff that is yeah. not healthy for us. Scary, okay, I want to
3: object. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to <laughs> object. No, uh, you, 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 you gave a very good example. But uh, objectively, objectively, This has been my experience. Maybe I've been, you know, disappointed and I totally, you know, stopped looking for good Christian content because Mm -hmm. I was so disappointed. Mm -hmm. But maybe now there is some great stuff out there and probably need to, and TJ is going to help us with, with, and point us (laughs) in the right direction. But from my point of view, especially when I got born again, I understand what you're talking about tastes, but also objectively, when you watch God's not dead, And then you watch, uh, give me an example of a good movie, secular movie. A good secular Uh, movie? Yeah. Avengers? Yeah, like uh, John Wick. Exactly. Brilliant. (laughs) When you watch John Wick, yes, it's not particularly good content, but Mm -hmm. the production is captivating. It's well produced. It's well done. You want to watch it. You get what I mean? And then you watch God's Not Dead. Fantastic concept. Fantastic message poorly executed. It's not captivating enough. You only watch it if like he was saying, if you're if you're feeding on the strong stuff and you're mm. able to ignore the bad camera mm. angles and the poor quality. Yeah. And you focus on the message, you get through it. But if you're someone who really is into the art of how the film
0: is made, it's gonna bother you. Yeah. I won't deny this. I totally agree. And I, I will also say the the percentage wise, yes you're very right of of Christian content maybe 20% of it is particularly decent and I'm being generous Ooh,
1: okay. very
0: generous yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. no no it's true of, I'm gonna, okay, of, I'll, of, I'll talk I, after you finish why, why this, there's many reasons for this there's the fact that uh, secular content that leads to our base ourselves is just more funded it's just a fact of existence hmm. it's got more money going into it it's going to get more better production value oh, yeah. but there is really good Christian I mean I would still put Chronicles of Narnia That's very, very, fine, maybe not literally next to Lord of the Rings, but it's certainly up there. B- yeah. I up would certainly it. say, yes, but those are those are literal once in a while. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's sad, but it's true. I mean, that
3: was <laughs> yeah. done by a genius of a, yeah. that of a creator yeah. and C.S. Lewis. Of, of is that just, man. Friend yeah. of uh, Tolkien himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get me right here. If God is our standard and God is excellent, like the Bible, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the arguments that apologists give is that the Bible is too good a story for one man to have thought it up.
2: Mm. Mm -hmm.
3: You see how captivating the Bible is. Mm. A lot of people lose interest in the Bible because of language barrier or, you know, the way the text is written in certain versions. You get Mm. what I mean? But if you get onto, which I don't recommend, if you get on the message, you know, it's (laughs) more palatable. But if you have an appetite (laughs) and you go past the thou's and the thine's, right? It's such a brilliant story. Mm. It's such brilliant literature. That's why it's the number one selling book. Mm. You get what I mean? Uh, Another example is Jesus. The Bible actually tells us that when he spoke, he grabbed everyone's attention. And they were like, he was different from every other teacher because mm. he spoke with a different kind of authority. Yeah. There was something different. There was something captivating about him. Mm. That people followed him all the way out of town to a mountain and they forgot to take food. That's why he had to feed them with the five loaves and five fish because they, they literally forgot guys? We're going out of town. We're going to need food. It was just like, we just got to listen to this guy because he's so
0: captivating when yeah. he talks. But then then the, this begs the question in lieu of Jesus being around and being so captivating, should we now listen to the Romans? <laughs> he's Since the Romans. he's not there. Since the Christian media is not captivating or <laughs> as exciting, should we just tell the rest of the stuff
2: then? And I think Jesus wasn't (laughs) (laughs) exciting because of the outward appearance. I think for me personally, I've begun to see the distinction. Okay. Like when they say he he spoke with authority, he had a sense of presence with him. Yeah, People think it had to do with what he was doing or Mm. because it was... No, but I think... Wait.
3: But I think... Sorry, I know where you're coming from. You can can carry on. But I think, just to cut you off there, I think it was entertaining being around... Think about this. Remember when he was healing the blind guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. imagine, just just think about it. How entertaining that was. Jesus could have just said like he did to other people, get up, your faith has made you well. Mm-hmm. He looked at the blind guy and says, what do you want me to do? What, what do you want me to do for you? Mm-hmm. And the guy says, I want to see. The next thing you hear is Jesus going... <laughs> It's in the Bible. He yeah. spits on, yeah, the he on the ground. He takes money. the item, rubs. I mean, that's entertaining stuff. No. <laughs> that was
2: disgusting stuff. It was but disgusting. Anyway,
3: but I'm saying the way he did it, do yeah. you think Jesus didn't have the power to just heal
0: this guy? Yeah. But, but it was my time to say, to just support him. Yeah. There's a verse I'm nowhere near as, as good at uh, as, as Mr. Ken at okay. finding these. But there's a point where Jesus is praying and he's with the disciples. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I forget the exact words he said, but then God answers yeah. and an audible voice is heard from yeah. God. And, um, then the disciples are like, Oh, okay. Okay. We get you now. And he's like, listen, that was not for me. Cause Jesus did not need to hear from God. He already knew. Yeah. I mean, he is yeah. He, yeah. he already yeah. knew you know, like that yeah. was the for you of, guys yeah, to yeah. hear. Mm -hmm. For you, not for me. So I would say it was very entertaining (laughs) being around because he was doing something for them.
2: Wait, If all of that, my point as I was going to it was this. Yeah. Jesus had something that he later on revealed to to his disciples. Mm -hmm. Jesus was speaking with the authority of the Holy Spirit of God. That's what made him captivating. When the Spirit speaks... You don't have to be entertained. You don't have to be laughing or smiling. Yeah. He will get to you. Yeah. Which is why when, after he left, he was like, don't even go tell anybody anything. Don't say nothing. Chill. Until I give you the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah. And what
2: happened? Everyone who was there at the gathering heard there language Uh are you seeing this Uh he spoke to everyone in a manner that he would understand Mm -hmm. even so to speak when we come to 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 our entertainment and what we're trying to enrich Mm -hmm. ourselves with if it's done by the power of the holy spirit right it will speak to whoever it needs to speak to in a way that they understand see this is what god Mm -hmm. does he comes to your level like what he did like the example that you gave they were not on the same level as Jesus. Jesus didn't need to hear the voice. But the Holy Spirit made it apparent and they heard the voice of God for their sake. You see so, what I'm so saying? So I'm
0: going to then just ask you though. Yeah. Does that mean that all the Christian had, content that no, we're getting doesn't have the Holy Spirit? In no,
2: it? no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I've watched a lot of Christian content. I've listened to a lot of Christian content that a lot of people would come up and say, this is boring. But for me, it spoke to me. Mm-hmm. You you are you understanding oh, yeah, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I okay. can appreciate what you're saying. I'll give you a perfect example: the C.S. Lewis that we were talking about with Chronicles of Narnia. Mm. Mm. A lot of people know Chronicles of Narnia, and they don't know his books. The rest of them, you know, yeah. the Problem of Pain. He has a lot but of then, books. But then there is an excellence. That people, know. there's an excellence oh. about C.S. Lewis. We, wait, yeah. we, I I did this with a lot yeah. of people. You give someone the Chronicles of Narnia, they can read it through and out. Yeah. There are books that C.S. Lewis wrote that if I give most Christians today, maybe 90% of them, will say this is boring content. But those are the most enriching books because of the way he wrote. I think we're getting confused in... I'm not...
3: I think you're, we're getting confused between content and quality. So, having said that, okay. um, Content versus quality, right? Someone listening today, now, say, okay, I've heard you guys talking about how bad the stuff and how, you know, bad content can actually corrupt me, and now we've talked about, okay, but the Christian stuff is, you know, there's not a lot of good Christian stuff out there. So now I'm stuck and I'm thinking, okay, if I have to have the little, what's the little that's out there? How do I begin to find this content? Because obviously Christian content is not on the same, it's not given the same platform and same exposure. circular content where do i find it where do i begin what kind of content is out there that's actually quite good that i can that i can fit in my portion of moderation in terms of entertainment
0: um i don't have a express specific list maybe others will but i will say the first thing google is your friend yeah People are lazy. Then. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah,
2: it doesn't make People sense. Are,
0: uh, the same person who wants the content has never typed in Christian movies. Mm-hmm. They've never typed in. In. Mm. They've never yeah. typed Christian music. They, they've just never tried even. Sl- well, way- some will say I have and the stuff that comes out as junk but Mm, they will they will stop they will never stop searching for the secular stuff they will keep they want to find an album they'll dig and dig and dig and find Mm. the torrent or whatever they need to do to get it but the christian content as was said last week we the (laughs) fervorance for for the godly things and the fervorance for the worldly (laughs) things is very different if we exercise the same fervorance Mm -hmm. we can find good things i love um what uh <laughs> said, said about streetlights the streetlights yeah. bible yeah. it is beautifully made yeah not to mention the 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 bible experience it's yeah another bible one, experience which was yeah. magnificent yeah. like yeah. the production qualities off the chain yeah. it is brilliant and also uh-huh. had notable actors uh, participating within it as well yeah, Wonderful, and I think there's a lot more There's in podcasts, in music There's great, fantastic Christian music on par with worldly. Yes, the amount might be less But it's there, but it's our Inclination towards Searching for it, to even Just accept that there's less of it So you're just going to have to dig a little bit Deeper than you would have yeah. To find your Miley Cyrus album you just might need to go a bit further. So that's my that's my word. Google is your friend and just
2: try. Just give yourself a <laughs> shot and actually look for it. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's actually true. Because you know and this is the thing. The things of God are harder than the things of the world. The bad stuff will come at you faster than the good stuff. The good stuff you have to dig, and find. You know? Oh, that's so good. People have to actually search. I know a lot of people who would like, I'll go on a website, right? I'm looking for something to watch. I'll preview 20 series Mm -hmm. before I find the right one I like. Or even ask people on groups. People have group chats for this. Mm -hmm. But if I'm looking for Christian content, I'll open the first one I see, I'm like, this is bad. And then I just rest from it.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You like what you said there, but you ask people, and talk to groups and so on and say hey what do you recommend I don't even know what series to watch there's too many mm, usually yeah. my friends just tell me oh yeah there's this good one
2: exactly go <laughs> do
0: that one then I'm like oh okay cool that, that's about it but we just we I don't know I've never asked my pastor hey yo <laughs> what
3: do you think I should watch that's really good past? Yeah. so it's just so, to close it up um, any last words from everybody and maybe two or three pieces of co- Christian content that you really like that you would like to recommend
2: okay
1: so i I'll, I'll, I'll say the last words and i'll leave the the researcher to <laughs> <The researcher laughs>
2: share his
1: amazing library of yeah, I, I, intricately I, I, curated Christians. organize
2: content. for a list to be okay I, 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 I We're remove, on the website
1: i will remove the spot from you so i'll make this quick um mm. uh as questions are really really thorough people because uh and i know there's uh Because us young Christians in particular can tell you all sorts of intricate details about our pastor. Tell you about our pastor, his wife, where he went to school, where he lives, what his living room is like. And all sorts of intimate details that they'll share about where he went to Bible school and so on. But they will fail to apply that same uh, scrutiny to the creators of the content that they're watching. And today in the era of things being blown up into the public like your Me Too's and so many different scandals like you've seen what happened to Bill Cosby and so on. It is so much easier to look up someone who has created the material that you're so deeply into. And if you can't be, if you're still a young Christian and you can't focus on the deep, you know, uh, Christian, Holy Ghost-filled walk in the morning and you want to make it easier on yourself or at least do the minimum, Apply that same effort that you apply when you're researching your pastor or your deacon or whoever, which you should do, to know who's imparting something when you watch a movie, when you listen to to music. Find out their motivation. Find out their history. We have sites like Wikipedia and so on, and I think it's absolutely essential. And we keep losing out because we don't want to acquire that knowledge. We just want to be fed sometimes. And at this point, we're just eating anything. So that is my that is my recommendation as a person who actually does this very frequently. Uh, I come off like a bit of a fanboy, but that is one of the many reasons. And if you're going to watch a movie called X-Men, The Dark Phoenix, please look up the guy who directed that movie. He's got some um, interesting uh, background that you might want to know, which might help you uh, choose whether or not to watch that film. And, uh, yeah, that's my parting note.
3: Yeah, so I like that. Um uh, as a parting note, I want to just add on to what you've just said in that even in the Christian circles, you also have to research uh, who's behind certain content because as we know, the word says, you know, the devil comes in sheep's clothing. Mm. And I, 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 I pretty much have put this to the test where whereby there was a certain Christian magazine or uh, online publication that, you know, I'm not going to say its name, but that, you know, popped up and started growing um, in, in in this part of the world, and something was off about this publication, but it was Christian until I did my research and found that the same people behind that publication were behind another publication that is very, very strong and very active uh, in promoting this whole LGBT movement. Mm. And now I'm thinking, ah, no wonder why, even though that content is Christian, there's something off about it. Sometimes we can just be blinded and just see the Christian label on something, but you actually have to test and actually see, okay, is this really Christian content? Wait against the word. Because sometimes you can be swayed easily. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat>
0: just like that. I'll, I will tie into that and just say, <coughs> okay, and because uh, <laughs> that was brilliant, <laughs> I mean, you saved me, was an yeah, album. that, one, yeah. that, yeah. Was, that yeah. was an yeah. album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, we know the story, and we know where that has turned out. Yeah. So uh, I will. My parting words would be: You have not, because you ask not. Really. Yeah. And um, it's it's so much is out there. Uh, those who know me know that I would safely say eighty-eight percent of what I consume in a day, okay, fine. That's being too generous. 70% of what I consume in a day is Christian. Uh, it's old Christian. My I just don't put new music on my stuff mm. and my podcasts are Christian and whatnot. But my that, YouTube though. channel has no <laughs> Christian stuff appearing on it. The algorithm has realized that I'm not Googling that stuff. So my bad. <laughs> but the point is that it is there. I remember my, my friend was looking for content for his daughter, uh, and he was at me um, about not making content for kids, but he found VeggieTales. I would never have known about VeggieTales. And that was a very good cartoon for kids with very strong Christian principles and stuff. But it's out there. Yes, you go through a whole DSTV catalog of the other stuff. But if you look and you really want to find it, it is there. And it's it's literally just a search engine away. I don't think it's far so uh that that's my statement well i don't know do I have recommendations chris chicago uh he's got a good show good music good music
2: yeah cool
1: yeah
2: um for me my last parting words is you will not know what is good and what is right until you know the standard that god has set how do you know the standard you read your bible first before you go out and consume good. any content Make sure that you know your word so that when you engage with content, you can easily tell that speaks against what yeah, my father is saying. Yeah, yeah. so I think that should be the basis, like mm. your foundation towards approaching it. And then, yeah, Um there's some good podcasts that are out there, 30 Minutes with the Perrys. And for the married guys, how married are you? Even for the non-married guys, it'll help you. And then there's the Bible Project. They have a YouTube channel. Oh, the Bible Project. Bible yeah, that really yeah, That one's really good. That one's really good. That's big. And yeah. for music, for Christian music, like if you're into the urban culture, hit up Rapzilla, DJ Wado. They'll, like, their curators, they'll guide you to most of the other stuff that you need to see.
3: Cool. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much, guys. This is this is very interesting, very insightful, I must say. Uh, got more than then. What we had hoped for, and I'm sure that listeners are going to really, really enjoy this and take a lot out of it. Yeah, sorry, I took over biscuit.
0: No, no, it's all good. It's all good. They, they, they heard what they needed to hear. Go wash your eyes, go wash your, go wash your ears.
2: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless.
0: It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.